You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. I am your host, Kevin McGuire, editor of Nittany Lions Wire on the USA Today Sports Media Group, and of course, a contributor to AthlonSports.com. We're brought to you today by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Some good stuff to get into in today's episode. Of course, we had an announcement from the Big Ten regarding the attendance policy for the remainder of the spring sports schedule. What that could mean potentially for Penn State and the Blue-White game, we'll get into that later on in this podcast. We also know that today is Pro Day for Penn State football. Big moment for a couple of Nittany Lions to really take advantage of. And we will take a look at something that was posted by 24-7 Sports recently, circling one game on every top 25 team schedule for the upcoming year. Which game should be circled on Penn State's schedule? And what Big Ten team might have Penn State circled on their schedule? We'll get into all that in today's episode. Before we continue on, I want to make sure you are following this podcast on whatever podcasting app you prefer. We're on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Radio.com app, Amazon Music. Basically, however you're hearing my voice right now, that is probably your preferred podcasting app. And I want to make sure you give it a follow for totally free. And of course, leave a rating and a review if applicable. That'll really help us out with our placement on those various podcasting apps. We could not do that without your support. So we greatly appreciate any kind words you have to say for us. And tomorrow is our first ever five-star Friday. So if you happen to have left a five-star review on any of those podcasting apps, take a screenshot of it, tweet it at us on our Twitter account, at LockedOnNittany. You'll get a special shout-out in tomorrow's episode. We want to see what you guys have to say, and we want to make sure you get your mentions as well. So make sure you're also following us on Twitter, at LockedOnNittany. You can also catch us on Facebook and Instagram using the username LockedOnNittany. All right, so big news out of the Big Ten on Wednesday afternoon in the fact that the Big Ten has revised its attendance policy for the remainder of the spring sports schedule. Now, of course, uh, the Big Ten decided that when sports came back amid the pandemic last year that they were going to do so with closed arenas, closed stadiums, no fans being able to attend various athletic events, and that has continued on. Until now, the Big Ten has now decided that they are going to allow schools to basically make their own decisions regarding the spring attendance uh, figures for their various uh, sports programs. But they must be doing so within the local guidelines that are being implemented. Uh, And of course, this varies from state to state. Some states uh, like Pennsylvania have, I think, 20 or 25 percent stadium capacity. I I could be mistaken on that because I haven't really been paying close enough attention to exactly how many fans are allowed in stands. But uh, you are allowed to attend uh, athletic events with a a very limited capacity. I imagine uh, the numbers are a little bit different in Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin. But this is good news because this does suggest that. Uh, We are potentially heading in a good direction here. I still think we're a long way to go before we're back to actual normalcy. But this is kind of reflecting on the outlook moving forward. And it suggests that there's probably some confidence that you can pull this off and hopefully still keep everybody as safe as possible. Of course, that is always the utmost importance uh, because if you're allowing fans to attend any kind of athletic event, you want to make sure that it is not putting players coaches, trainers, any other staff members at any additional risk by being there and being a part of that activity. And of course, you also have to think about the fans that you are allowing to attend your athletic venue. So 
it's good news, I believe, from the Big Ten. I, I think it's a fine decision. I'm not one of those people that says we have to automatically shut everything off. Uh, I'm okay with it, but at the same time, we do understand that there is a little bit of a financial uh, incentive for wanting to get people back in the stands. I understand that the sports that are going right now, you know, certainly around the Big Ten, they're not exactly the big revenue makers, but that's why the focus is really more geared towards what's going to happen in the fall. Now, as for Penn State, Penn State has said on multiple occasions from various people that their focus is really just uh, – getting through the spring and having their focus be on bringing in as many people back as possible for fall sporting events. Obviously football is the biggest revenue maker that Penn state has as far as athletics is concerned. And the more people they are able to bring back into Beaver stadium in September, the obviously the better. So we don't know what that number is going to be between now and the start of the season, but this is a step in the right direction, I think, not just for Penn State, but of course other schools as well that really rely on that football revenue. <laughs> you know, we've got really large stadiums in Nebraska, Michigan, Ohio State, uh, Penn State, of course. Uh, so we understand the, the importance of being able to bring fans back to football games. But this is a, one of the necessary steps that you have to take in order to allow that to happen later on. So good news as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we'll see how Penn State handles that. Obviously, as Pennsylvania continues to undergo uh, some updates to the various policies that are out there. Uh, but we'll just keep an eye on that moving forward. Uh, I would suspect that you're probably still not going to be able to attend the spring blue-white game. So if that's one of the first things that pops in your mind with this revised Big Ten policy, which, again, I don't know if it's necessarily a coincidence that we are in the midst of spring football practices and those spring games are going to be coming up. I, I don't think it's necessarily a coincidence that the Big Ten has come out with this decision, but it could be. <laughs> but I do think that as far as the Penn State blue-white game, don't get your hopes up just yet. Uh, you're still talking about a limited capacity, and Penn State has already kind of uh, put it out there that they're going to allow first-year students to attend in addition to family members of players in the spring game. So I don't know if that's necessarily going to change too much. Uh, so they'll probably stick with that kind of a plan. Unless things drastically change, I would suspect that that's probably going to be their game plan for that spring game. So if you're still hoping to get to a Penn State football game, I still think you're going to have to wait until the fall. But I would not advise you to wait until the fall to make sure your tailgating vehicle is in good condition. We're coming out of those cold winter months, so now's a good time to go to rockauto.com and get everything you need to make sure your car or truck is ready for that warmer weather. Whether you're going to be doing some house projects and you need to bring some stuff home from the store, or if you're going to be hitting the road and going on vacation, rockauto.com will have everything you need at the best prices available for your car or truck. And getting the supplies you need is incredibly easy. This is why they are a family business that has been doing this online for customers for 20 years. All you have to do is go to rockauto.com, you know, the make and model of your car or your truck, and it brings you up the entire catalog of everything they have available for you. And again, they are going to give you the best prices available. It doesn't matter if you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer or know absolutely nothing about cars other than exactly what model you're driving. And that's all you need to know. Just enter the make and model of your car onto rockauto.com and you find out everything you need bookmark those results. You'll have them as a nice little easy reference anytime you are in need. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Don't forget to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. 
Host Peter Bukowski updates you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts across the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today is a pretty important day for some Penn Staters hoping to make it big at the next level in the NFL as today is Penn State's Pro Day. Now, if you're listening to this in time, make sure you set your DVRs or set aside some time to be able to watch all the live coverage on Big Ten Network beginning at 11 a.m. Eastern. They're going to have two hours of coverage, so you're going to get a chance to see everything that's going on at Pro Day with players like Micah Parsons and Jason Owe and, of course, Pat Fryermuth. They're going to get a chance to perform during the Pro Day event. And this is going to be a really cool opportunity to get a glimpse as to what these Penn Staters are doing in preparing for the next level. There is no doubt that a pro day and the scouting combine, those are really the two biggest things on the offseason's calendar for any draft prospect before the NFL draft. Granted, there are a lot of other things that go into forming a draft player's uh, or a player's draft stock, I should say, but the pro day results coupled with the uh, the scouting combine results, those go a long way to swinging various mock drafts and, of course, the opinions of those in the boardrooms or the war rooms that are making these decisions at all the NFL franchises. So I don't have a list of everybody that's going to be in attendance at Penn State's Pro Day, uh, and I don't know if things are a little bit more limited than they typically are, but this is a good showcase event for Penn State and those players that are hoping to go on to the next level. In all, eight Penn State players are going to be participating in the Pro Day event. Of those eight players, six of them do have invites to the NFL's virtual scouting combine. So that makes today even more important for two Nittany Lions in particular, those being Stephen Gonzalez and Lamont Wade. This is basically their biggest audition in front of NFL eyes, scouts, coaches, uh, GMs, uh, whoever else may be involved in the draft process. This is their biggest showcase opportunity, and that's why it's very important to take advantage of what's in front of them today. And I'm not suggesting that neither will, but I do think that uh, this is the moment there where they are going to kind of swing how scouts and coaches are viewing them at the next level. We already know that the other six players that are going to be play, uh, participating in the pro day, Micah Parsons, Pat Fryermuth, Jason Owe, uh, a couple of others, they're all going to get those opportunities and they're already expected to be drafted. I mean, Micah Parsons is certainly going to be a first round draft pick. Uh, the other two I mentioned, Owe and Fryermuth, have a chance to be in the first round, probably more likely in the second round, maybe even third round. But there, so there's still something to be gained with a strong performance at a pro day event for those guys. But for other guys who may be fifth round, sixth round, seventh round, or potentially even undrafted players, this is going to be an opportunity where they can showcase why a team should draft them. And as I said before, when we've been talking about how Penn State players perform at the NFL scouting combine, it should be no surprise that every Nittany Lion that participates in this pro day event is going to have a pretty solid day. <laughs> Running 40 times, doing the shuttles, uh, all those different exercises and drills that are going to be on display here. There should be no surprise how much positive feedback comes out of this because Penn State players typically perform very well in this kind of environment, at least certainly under the direction of James Franklin. And that's been one of the main takeaways that 
draft reporters and draft analysts come out of the NFL scouting combine is just how impressive a lot of these Penn State players impress. And that is the biggest asset they have at this point in time because we already know that last year's NFL draft lead-up was much different than it was in previous years, and it's still somewhat like that this year with a lot of stuff going virtual and getting a chance to have a pro day event at all is going to be uh, pretty special. So it's very important to really put on a really good shine. And I do think that there's plenty of reason to be optimistic that uh, the Penn Staters that are going to be participating in this pro day event can really do themselves some favors. Now, it doesn't necessarily guarantee uh, your draft stock will skyrocket or anything like that, but any marginal positivity, positivity you can get out of this, the better. So there's really no reason to suspect that anybody's going to come up short here. It will be pretty interesting to see uh, some of the 40 times, though, because I know a couple weeks back or within the last couple weeks, uh, Matt Miller, NFLDraftScout.com, uh, tweeted out some 40 times that he had from Jason Owe and uh, Michael Parsons. And I definitely got the sense that Michael Parsons was looking to show a little bit of a, a better showing in the 40 times. So pay special close attention to the 40 times that come out of today. Of course, you're also going to see some weights and measurements and all that kind of stuff. But it will be pretty cool to see just what kind of reaction we are seeing NFL draft folks uh, really say about what happens at this today's pro event. So I do think that, again, going back to my main point, this is a really special opportunity for all the eight players that are going to be participating, but especially Lamont Wade and Steven Gonzalez, because those are the two guys that don't have the invites to the virtual scouting combine. So it's even more imperative that they come out of today with a very positive feedback uh, from the NFL draft scouts that are in attendance, because that can ultimately decide where they're going to play their NFL football could ultimately decide whether or not they're going to be drafted. Uh, we could be talking about a couple fringe players and, you know, the deeper you go into the draft, there are no guarantees, but I do think that they are certainly players that have some upside potential and could very well be drafted. But do you want to be a seventh round pick? Do you want to be risking an undrafted pick? Can you move yourself up to the sixth round or the fifth round? I personally haven't looked at any full seven-round mock drafts at this point in time, so I don't know exactly where NFL draft scouts are projecting any of these players to go outside of Micah Parsons in the first round. And there's even some variance on where in the first round Micah Parsons could potentially be drafted. But obviously, once you get into the second round, third round, fourth, fifth, and sixth, and seventh round, it becomes a total guessing game. And I don't know how accurate a lot of those later round mock drafts tend to be because there's so many things that change during the course of a draft. Uh, but if you can go out, show out on your pro day event, and if you have other opportunities for some private workouts and some interviews, that'll only strengthen your profile moving forward and make your chances of being drafted that much more secure. So lots of work to do today at the Pro Day. We look forward to seeing some of the results that come out. And of course, we'll be reacting to some of those developments on tomorrow's podcast. Well, the first weekend of the college basketball tournament certainly had its share of upsets. And maybe you ended up losing a few bucks on some of those games along the way. Well, the good news is the next weekend of college basketball tournament action is on its way. And BetOnline is going to make it the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of it this weekend bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds you can even check out all the props on just about anything you can imagine that's why it is the best place to place your bets and it is totally free to sign up all you have to do is go to their website on your laptop on your desktop or even on your mobile device the website is betonline.ag 
sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And unlike other sports gambling websites, this is an unlimited welcome bonus. So just use that promo code. Whatever you put in for your first deposit, Bet Online will give you 50% on top of that. That is free money, folks. And that is going to be plenty of opportunities to bet on the tournament, bet on the NBA, the NHL, eSports. You can even check out the horse races if you want to do that too. So go to Bet Online, your online sports book experts, and use the promo code Locked On L O C K E D O N. Get that 50% welcome bonus. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It, it is, is Built, Built Bar Madness. Madness. And we are now officially into the enticing eight. And we've got a pretty strong matchup to keep you occupied today. You can cast your votes on BuiltBar.com. Today's matchup is against the Coconut Puff. A little bit of a late bloomer, but a very strong contender in this tournament as far as I'm concerned. It is going up against the always tough, the well-seasoned Mint Brownie. Folks, this is a classic matchup. There is really no wrong answer here, but I am going with Coconut Puff. Coconut Puff has become my favorite built bar, and that's why when I saw the field put together, I felt like Coconut Puff has what it takes to go all the way. So I do think that Coconut Puff should beat Mint Brownie, but let us know what you think as well. Again, cast your votes for the top built bar in today's matchup and follow all the action on builtbar.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at bar underscore built. And of course, when we remember when you are on builtbar.com and you place your order for these delicious tasting protein bars, enter the promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. You get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the Built Bar Madness Champion. So we just got done talking about Penn State's Pro Day, but now if you're ready for a little bit more on the NFL Draft, make sure you check out the Locked On NFL Draft with hosts Trevor Sikema and Benjamin Solak. They're going to give you their latest potential rankings and analysis on all 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget to check out Locked On Nittany Lions, Locked On Bets, Locked On Today, Locked On Big Ten. There's so much going on across the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm just happy to be here as part of it. Now, I'm not quite ready to really start digging into Penn State's schedule, but I understand it's pretty fun to do so, especially this time of year as we're talking about spring football. We're talking about the, the optimistic outlook that I have for Penn State going into the 2021 season, one that I suggest is very challenging for Penn State. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, but big road games all over the schedule, including the season opener at Wisconsin, a road trip to Iowa, which is never easy. And then, of course, they have to go to Ohio State this year as the two go back and forth one year after another, exchanging the home games as division opponents. 
throw in the Auburn game. And, of course, you still have Michigan. Who knows what's going to happen with Michigan. And don't forget about that Indiana game. So this is a time when people are starting to really take a look at the upcoming schedules and see what uh, could be some potential best-case scenarios, worst-case scenarios. And that's something that we did last year and definitely something we'll do again later on over the course of the summer as we really dig into the schedule. But what is one game that is circled on the Penn State schedule that is going to be the absolute most essential victory needed for Penn State this year? This is one of the ideas that 24-7 Sports floated around for a topic of conversation, focusing on every team in their preseason top 25, taking a look at one game on each of those teams' schedules and kind of circling it. So the idea is that you're looking for a, a big statement opportunity or maybe it's a revenge situation or really you just want to get one over on a team that maybe has been causing you some problems in recent years. Uh, there are so many different ways to approach this. And for Penn State, it's a pretty obvious one. I'm not going to uh, kind of tease you a little bit. It's Ohio State. <laughs> it's been the same story how many years in a row now. Penn State's biggest game every year on their schedule is very likely to be Ohio State. For as long as Ohio State is on the current track that they are right now, where they are a perennial college football playoff contender, if not favorite, that is the team that is going to be circled on your schedule every year. It doesn't matter if it's home or away. You set yourself to beat that team. You want to be the best, as what Ric Flair said, is if you want to be the man, you've got to beat the man. And right now, Ohio State is the man. You know, how many straight Big Ten championships, a couple of appearances in the college football playoff, one national title to their name in the college football playoff era. And of course, they were just in the national championship game this past season. And Ohio State has had the upper hand on Penn State. So let's not uh, mince words here. This is a game that absolutely is essential for Penn State to win. And it's not at all a difficult concept to grasp because if Penn State wants to win a Big Ten championship, I would imagine they do. If they want to win the Big Ten championship, first step is they have to win the Big Ten East. And a head-to-head -head victory against Ohio State goes a long way. Even if you end the year with the same conference record, if you have that head-to-head -head tiebreaker, you're going to the Big Ten championship game. That was the case when Penn State went to the Big Ten championship game back in 2016. So getting a head-to-head -head advantage over the Buckeyes, getting that head-to-head -head tiebreaker, that goes a long way. So yes, absolutely. If you're circling one game, on Penn State's schedule. That's got to be it, right? So it doesn't really you know, take a rocket scientist to figure out why Penn State would be circling Ohio State on the schedule. But let's flip it the other way. What's the one game on Ohio State's schedule that is circled? Well, according to 24-7 Sports, it's the Penn State game. And it's a little bit easier to understand this as well because, you know, kind of the same conversation we just had, uh, obviously getting a head-to-head -head tiebreaker against Penn State who could potentially be the strongest threat to Ohio State in the Big Ten East, at least on a more regular occurrence. You know, obviously Indiana had their fun last year, but I think Ohio State, Penn State, it's going to come down to those two teams more frequently than not. Uh, you know, obviously Michigan's going to be a factor at some point, but you know, where these programs are right now, and even though Indiana had the 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 sharp uptick last year and could still potentially be very good this year. I think all things considered, Penn State is still a deeper team, a more talented team overall, and that's what makes them the biggest threat to Ohio State in the Big Ten East. So yes, if you're Ohio State, you're probably circling that Penn State game on the schedule. 
Now, of course, if you look at Indiana, they're circling that Ohio State game based on what happened to them last year. And we also know that Indiana is still going to be pretty good. And Indiana does have to come to Penn State this year, too. But it's a revenge situation the other way. There is one other team in that 24-7 sports preseason top 25 that they say will have Penn State circled on their schedule. I already mentioned them earlier. It's going to be one of the more difficult road trips I think that Penn State has this year. And it's the Iowa Hawkeyes. So Iowa obviously plays in the Big Ten West where they're going to have to go up against Wisconsin. And Northwestern just won this division last year. Don't believe they play Ohio State this year. So I think if you're you're Iowa, obviously take care of your business in the division. But if everybody in that division takes a loss here or there, it's going to be very key to have a good cross-division record in your favor. And as far as Iowa is concerned, a road game or a home game against Penn State uh, certainly gives you that advantage to gain a pretty notable win. You know, it's not just about rankings. I think if, you know, obviously if you have Penn State on your schedule, and Wisconsin does too, but if you get Penn State on the schedule, all of a sudden you're thinking that you know, that's a game that you have to win if you want to win the Big Ten West because you don't want to suffer a loss in cross-division play. You want to have it all come down to what happens within the division. You get a chance to settle your score with Wisconsin and Northwestern and, and Purdue and Minnesota in Nebraska. Uh, so you have those opportunities. It's all about those cross-division games. Now, Wisconsin has Penn State as well. It's in that season opener. But if you look at Wisconsin's schedule, maybe they're thinking a little bit bigger than just the Big Ten. Obviously, Wisconsin is a program that a lot of people are very high on going into the new year. And I, I would suggest that that's probably fair. But they've got a pretty big non-conference matchup on their schedule and that is against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Notre Dame, of course, was in the college football playoff last year, and if Wisconsin gets a win against Notre Dame, that tends to bode well for any potential playoff opportunities to have a discussion later on in the year. Obviously, Ohio State is still a team that everybody in the Big Ten has to beat, so as long as Ohio State is on your schedule, that's probably the game that should be circled on your schedule. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening on your favorite podcasting app, wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to make sure you are following this podcast and leave a rating and a review. Tomorrow is Five Star Friday. So if you leave a five star rating, we will give you a shout out on tomorrow's episode. So make sure you get that taken care of over on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to screenshot it and let us know that you did it, that guarantees that you're going to be giving the shout out on tomorrow's episode our football friday episode yeah we might throw football friday back into the mix we'll see how things go we are in spring football right so it might be time to bring back football friday we'll see what happens tomorrow of course you can also connect with us on all of our social media platforms we're on twitter facebook and instagram using the username locked on nittany i'm kevin mcguire you can follow me on twitter at kevin on cfb and, of course, I am the editor of Nittany Lions Wire on the USA Today Sports Media Group. Check us out at nittanylionswire.usatoday.com. You can also get the show notes for this episode over on Nittany Lions Wire. You can also check out some of my college football content. I'm actually doing some college basketball previews for the college basketball tournament over on athlonsports.com. Thank you for once again for listening, following, rating, reviewing, all that good stuff. Let's come back and do it again tomorrow, shall we? Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later.